Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. When there's no man around... Goodyear should be. Why? Watch this. New Goodyear Double Eagle. Yeah, well, Goodyear got a real flat today. And good for Donald Trump for giving Goodyear a flat. I think I'm going to take my Goodyear tires off my cars and burn them. If I have any, I'll have to check. I don't know if you know the story, but... You know, the president is, is a stand-up guy for all of the deficits that you hear about. He's not this, he's not that. He's the only thing we have standing between us and total and absolute mayhem and chaos and racism and murder and killing and destroying police and opening the jails. Do you have any idea what is going on in this country? Do you know that Goodyear bans employees from wearing MAGA hats and pro-police attire, but BLM is okay? Do you know that BLM is a racist Marxist organization and do you know how many companies send them money Uh, you'll find out very soon how many companies are giving them money in fact we linked the story on michaelsavage.com from the daily caller and the headline is this these anti-police companies boycott the savage nation they claim I am too controversial yet they support anti-police groups and the Marxist Black Lives Matter gang. Companies like Cisco, Cliff Bar, DoorDash, Dropbox, Pokemon announced donations to organizations that seek to defund the police. Black Lives Matter Global Network, color of change are open about their desire to defund the police. Corporations are bending over backwards to fund these organizations. Microsoft, Intel, Airbnb have donated to BLM, Global Network, and Color of Change, both of which want to defund police departments across the country. They want police gone. They want the prisons opened up and violent prisoners released into the street. Cliff Bar announced a $100,000 donation. Cisco, Ritz Crackers, and its sister brands, Oreo, Trident, and Chips Ahoy, $500,000 to Black Lives Matter. Food delivery service, DoorDash, $500,000 to BLM. Well, you can see the list at uh, michaelsavage.com. And what the irony here is that a friend of mine in the media, old time, I've been around forever, told me yesterday, he said, Michael, isn't it ironic that these companies have not advertised on your show for 26 years? They say you're too controversial, yet they have no compunction to give money to these violent anti-police groups. I said, well, since when has hypocrisy not been the middle name of left-wingers? 
You know, there was a phrase from another time called go west, young man, go west. You probably heard it when you were a kid in high school. Go west, young man. Credited the American author and newspaper editor Horace Greeley. And it was during the time when America was expanding westward. And so people said, go west, young man. They said, Washington is not a place to live in. The rents are high, the food is bad, the dust is disgusting, and the morals are deplorable. Go west, young man. Go west and grow up with the country. Horace Greeley, New York Daily Tribune, July 13th, 1865. Go west, young man. Go west. There is health in the country and room away from our crowds of idlers and imbeciles. And so he advised that people go go west, young man, to get away from the east. I know at least a number of people, quite a few, leaving California. They're never coming back. They're leaving because of the racism, because of the taxation, because of the anti-white hatred, because of the wildfires, because of the crowded freeways, because of the lack of civility. They're fleeing California. That did not stop communists in the state assembly from passing yet another onerous tax bill saying that we're now going to go after the top percentage of payers who pay most of the taxes and screw them for even more money. Where the hell do they think the money is going to come from, these communists? Where do they think the money is going to come from when they drive all of the productive citizens out of the state? Now, I know we should talk about the convention. It's so boring. Very boring. Isn't it boring to watch that crap? Who was it? Marianne Williamson said it looked like a bad Marriott infomercial. It did. It was horrible. Well, there's good news out there. Loomer, Laura Loomer, wins the primary in Trump's Palm Beach district. She's banned from Twitter, Facebook, all social media. She's quite a fighter. She'll be on this show in the next hour. We have Laura Loomer on this show in the next hour. Uh, Kim Jong Zuckerberg has banned her. Kim Jong Zuckerberg has banned Laura Loomer from Facebook. Did you know that? She's banned from all social media sites for saying things that are unacceptable. Hmm. Then there's the story of the snake oil uh, with the, uh, with the uh, what was that stuff called? Nerium oleander? What was this nice man from my pillow thinking? Why would he attach his name to an unproven remedy and then go out there where even a low-grade mind like Anderson Cooper, who may have on his best day, I would say Anderson Cooper on his best day after eating gefilte fish, lox, taking fish oils, might be running an 85 IQ. I know they gave Anderson Cooper clear glasses to make him look more intelligent, but even he chopped up the MyPillow guy, saying you really are like a snake oil salesman. What Anderson Cooper doesn't understand, of course, is that snake oil is actually a very effective remedy. I won't bore him with the details on that. Snake oil is actually a very powerful remedy. Why would the Mr. MyPillow, who's a nice guy, tie himself to this product I'll never understand? It's never been tested. Anyway, getting back to Goodyear, Trump urges Goodyear boycott about policy on MAGA, where I told you that one. That's a good thing. And now we have the, uh, the, the, the hate fest of the Democrats. I mean, I could play you some of the sound, but you're going to get agitated. We're dealing with wildfires right now where I live. It's awful. I usually sleep with a window open. I cannot sleep unless there is a door or window open. I can't sleep with a... I can't sleep in a room anywhere. Hotels, houses, door or window has to be open. So last night, I laid down, put my head to to the pillow to go to sleep, and I pushed the door open, you know, turned the air conditioning off, and guess what? I thought my neighbor was smoking a cigar. I said, why would he be smoking a cigar on a night like this? I didn't know the wildfires are burning. Woke up this morning, my car was covered with ash. We have fires all over the Northern California area. North Bay fires are exploding, ash falling from the sky. Big Sur, fire of 2,500 acres. Beautiful, beautiful beach areas in Point Reyes. 800 acres are burning. Point Reyes, burning. Hikers evacuated. Uh, Fire ripping through the uh, National Preserve in Joshua Tree. This happens every year at this time, and it's going to be a bad one this time. It's been such a heat wave here, you can't believe it. And it goes back to my opening. At a certain point, California becomes unlivable, which is why I opened the show with go west, young man, to go east, young man. 
I know many people leaving for other states. Unfortunately, it is the problem. They move to a state like Texas and destroy it. They do to Texas what the vermin liberals did to Vermont. After burning New York ground with their left-wing policies in the 60s, the hippies went to Vermont. And Vermont at the time was a Republican state. They brought their sick, demented socialist-slash-communist anarchist policies to Vermont. And that is how a a low-rent bum like Bernie Sanders became what he is because of the New Yorkers who fled the city they had destroyed. Well, the very same thing is happening now. The people who are leaving California are destroying the states that they're going to. They're going to Texas and they're turning it into a hellhole. Wherever they go, they bring their politics. It's disgusting. They didn't learn that they destroyed their cities and their states, that they did it, their policies did it. Why do they bring their liberalism with it, with them? Why do they wear their liberalism on their sleeve? Don't they understand liberalism is a mental disorder and all they're doing is exhibiting their mental case mentality? Anyway, I'm just venting today because the fires are really bad. Fires ripping out Northern California right now. People are leaving, running out of San Francisco, ghost town. There's an exodus out of San Francisco that you can't believe. If you look at the report, this is before the fires. A huge exodus running out of this hellhole. And it has nothing to do with COVID. It's everything to do with the bums. The bums have made San Francisco untouchable. They say it's about the cost of living and it's COVID. That's, those are small issues. People were coping uh, with the rents. They're fleeing San Francisco because it's a cesspool. It's a filthy, dirty, degenerate sex, cess, almost said sex pool. But it isn't even a sex pool, it's a cesspool. I know a person who owns a tiny restaurant, small restaurant. You know what killed him in the city? It wasn't COVID. It was the board of supervisors in San Francisco, the invisible fake mayor put in by the same machine that gave us Kamala Harris. They put in so many taxes and so many benefits for employees that they drove his restaurant out of business. Small restaurants, six tops, six tables. He couldn't afford to pay his employees. Do you know that the sick people running this degenerate city had the nerve to put not only a medical tax on the bill, then they put a flower tax on the restaurant bill. You know what the flower tax is? If they had flowers in the restaurant on the table, a little flower in a vase, they charged them a flower tax. So you're going to hear it's about COVID. That's only part of the truth. The real thing behind the exodus out of San Francisco and New York, by the way, for that matter, it's not the COVID epidemic. It's the bums, it's the filth, and it's liberalism, which is a mental disorder. Savage. Look, if you listen to my radio show, you know two of the things I'm most passionate about are nutrition and my dog, Teddy. So when I was asked to try Rough Greens with Teddy, a nutritional supplement for dogs, I was interested but skeptical because most dog products are just dead food. There are none of the live nutrients that dogs need like probiotics, enzymes, live vitamins, omega oils, and antioxidants. So when I read the back of the Rough Greens bag, I was shocked. This stuff is loaded with all of the nutrition your dog needs to live a healthy life. Teddy loves it, and I see the difference it makes in them. If you love your dog as much as I love Teddy, you've got to go to roughgreens.com slash savage and get a 14-day jumpstart bag for just $14.95. It will give your dog all the live nutrients necessary for their superior health. Your dog trusts you to give them great nutrition. You might not have a PhD in nutrition like I do, but you can trust me when I tell you Rough Greens will be the best thing you've ever done for your furry friend. Go to roughgreens.com slash savage. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash savage. Try it now. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Well, so Denmark safely reopens schools, by the way, in the midst of the COVID pandemic without 
requiring masks. Did you know that? Let me repeat it for all of you masketeers out there. You fools, you morons, you mutts, you dummies, you conformist idiots driving around in your own car with a mask, you putz you. If I see one more liberal in the Bay Area driving around with a mask in his or her own car, I don't know what I'm going to do. The top of it all was yesterday. I went for a drink at a restaurant in Sausalito sitting on the water. I saw two morons wearing masks on sailboards. They were paddling on a sailboard wearing a mask in the Bay. You talk about conformity. You talk about people who are lower than sheep. Well, I've never seen anything like it. Denmark safely reopened schools without requiring masks. Here in the Bay Area, the scaredy cat left-wingers wear masks in the toilet. They wear masks while driving in their own car. How stupid can they get? How frightened can a sheeple be? Beyond belief. So here in America, the schools are reopening. Right away, the leftists are screaming, no, don't open the schools. Most of whom have no children, by the way. All the experts in the education department usually are, let's put it to you this way, uh, I'll be very polite about it. Uh, the experts on raising children generally have no children. That's what I found. I knew one like that when I was young. I had a friend who had no desire to ever have children, of course. Uh, we'll leave it at that. But his mother wrote books on raising children. She raised him a, a complete moron, a complete self-hating idiot. Nice guy, but lo- lost in life. All the experts on child-rearing have no children. Denmark safely reopened schools during the pandemic without requiring masks. But they're saying it won't work here. Why won't it work here? Oh, well, because, uh, well, because, uh, well, because of different population density. Well, you can do it no matter what the population density is. What did Denmark do that they did right? Well, first they let the youngest pupils in grades one to five. Classes were limited to 10 to 12 pupils and one teacher throughout the day. Parents were not allowed into the schools. Entry times were staggered using different doors. Classes were held outside when they could be held outside. They used public parks. Uh, Seats and desks were separated by two meters, 12 feet. Then they reduced it to one meter. Masks, never mandatory for children or teachers. Children had to wash their hands initially every one and a half hours. When they arrived at school, they washed their hands. After each break, they washed their hands. Before going home, they washed their hands. Before and after eating, after the toilet, they had to wash their hands. But guess what happened? The hand-washing rule was relaxed because some kids developed extreme eczema and even bloody hands from the hand-washing. Can you believe this? So, my friends, there is such misinformation out there and such conformity and such social control tied into this epidemic. Back in February or March, I did a show on uh, illness, sorcery, and social control, you may recall, from my graduate studies, how it was done in a primitive village in the Philippines. An anthropologist wrote it about sorcery, illness, and social control in a Philippine village. I never forgot that study because we now have sorcerers posing as health directors. We have a real illness called COVID, and we have a real social disease called social control. Okay, my friends, the phone number is 855-407-282. Where has the Dem Party of the past gone? Why are they now more racist than ever? What has happened to the Democrat Party? Now, forget JFK. We all know that by comparison to today's Democrats, he'd be considered a, a Ku Klux Klan member. If JFK were alive today, they would claim he's a white supremacist and a Ku Klux Klan member. That's who took over the the Dem Party today. Now you've got such fanatics in there. They hate police. They hate white people. They hate America. They hate ICE. They hate our borders. They hate our language. They hate our country. But uh, they want you to vote for Biden. I could make jokes about his cognitive failures, but there's no point in doing it. It only diminishes people to do that. If one more moron on the right calls and plugs and thinks it's funny, well, I have some names I could use for them, but I wouldn't do it because it's impolite. Biden is mentally impaired. He's old, he's slipping, and he doesn't have his full cognitive capacity. So for four months, I've told you, 
Watch out for the radical woman of color he picks. She will be president within three months. If you want Nancy Pelosi running America, vote for Biden. Savage. We know the Democrat Party of today is that of a socialist slash communist anarchist Islamist party. Everything that you have heard is not that of the party of your parents. So we have a treat for you on the Savage Nation. We have JFK speaking. We have FDR speaking. We even have Jimmy Carter. Even Jimmy Carter had a certain nobility in his speeches compared to the vermin who are now in the Democrat Party. They have sucked up the lowest levels of America into the Democrat fold who now speak for them. You, let me repeat that in case you didn't get it down. Maybe uh, Kim Jong Zuckerberg won't like it and it'll ban me from Facebook. Maybe Kim Jong Un Zuckerberg will ban me from uh, Facebook. I hope not. But JFK today would be considered a white supremacist by the vermin who are now running the Demon Cat Party. This is how far they have fallen. Even Jimmy Carter would be considered a white supremacist by the vermin running the Democrat Party today. Can you imagine what the vermin running the Democrat Party today would say about Harry Truman? None of them went to the gutter. Let's first begin with John F. Kennedy in clip 25. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. With history the final judge of our deeds, let us go forth to lead the land we love, asking his blessing and his help, but knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. Now, could you imagine if one of the speakers in the Democrat Party gave that speech last night, what the, the gutter rats would be saying about him today? Occasional cortex, the so-called squad of haters. Can you imagine what they'd say about JFK today? Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I want to tell you about that for one minute. I was in my 20s when I heard that speech. And you know, it shaped my life. It actually, I remember hearing the speech and I used to love John F. Kennedy. He was a hero of mine. It puts a certain strength in my spinal column to listen to that man. The man was a war hero. The man was an all-around great guy. And when he gave that speech, it made me think about what I could do for my country, not what the country could do for me. But today, the reverse is true. Today, the party of Biden and uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, is the reverse, which is ask not what you can do for your country, but what you can do to your country, what you can do to your country to damage it and destroy it. Now, here's... The uh, arch-liberal, FDR, who again was an inspiring speaker. I remember when I was in Queens College my first year, we read great speeches. And we were, it was very interesting looking back how the speech teacher, I didn't know what his politics were, probably liberal, who knows. But they played FDR, then they played Winston Churchill. I didn't know who was who in terms of their politics. So they gave us a leftist and someone from the right to show us what great speeches were. And I remember I was a slum kid. I really was. I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I wish my father was rich, but he wasn't. I had a good upbringing, taught me hard work and whatnot. I wish he owned a cardboard factory instead where I could just go and work in the cardboard factory instead of struggling as I had to do my whole life. But it all worked out so far. But um, we played these speeches, FDR, Winston Churchill, and I was so ashamed of my speech patterns I went to the speech teacher and I was red faced when I met him after class. I said, I don't know. I don't speak very well. I say them. I say I say these. I say those. He said, that's okay. You can learn to change that. You have a great voice and a good mind and you're going to be a great speaker. Just pay attention to what you want to say. He, as a good teacher, taught me to not be ashamed of my my dialect, my slummy dialect. And one of the speeches that we listened to was the 
speeches, these speeches of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was a certified left winger. Who can ever forget this speech in clip 26? This great nation will endure as it has endured, will revive and will prosper. So first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Wow. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Can you believe a president of the United States could speak like that compared to what we're living through today? So let's go to our era now, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, known to be a left winger, a failed presidency. But even Jimmy Carter never reverted to the gutter rat uh, rhetoric that we're hearing today from the left. Never. Listen to Jimmy Carter in clip 27. Ours was the first society openly to define itself in terms of both spirituality and human liberty. It is that unique self-definition which has given us an exceptional appeal. But it also imposes on us a special obligation to take on those moral duties which, when assumed, seem invariably to be in our own best interest. It was tepid, okay, and kind of hard to follow, but it was not racist. Now, compare JFK, FDR, Jimmy Carter, Democrats all, to the gutter rats who are now running the Democrat Party. I want you to listen to a DNC Muslim delegate moderator last night in clip number four. Listen to this now. Listen carefully. Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? Why can't folks imagine a world um, without prisons? Why can't people expand their... imaginations to include community care, to include an abolitionist future. Um, and I'm talking about like for real, for real abolition, not just watered down DNC version of abolition. Um, we're talking about abolishing the police. We're talking about abolishing ICE. We're talking about abolishing prisons. Now, why would a Muslim want to abolish prisons, ICE and police? Answer, because they're cooperating with the terrorists amongst us. Any other questions? That's their girl Friday. That's their girl in Havana. Now, compare again the speeches I played to what we're hearing today. You'll never believe some of the the crap that went on last night. The hatred. The hatred. Uh, I don't have to play occasional cortex. She is out of the ken of humanity as far as I'm concerned. Here is a woman who only in these broken times with the flood of illegal immigrants who don't even speak English could a person like this become a congressperson with only four or 5,000 votes as a margin. So here we are today with a broken Democrat party, with a broken electorate, with an illiterate electorate that has been steeped in hatred for this nation, not even knowing the origins or the past of their own Democrat party. And I blame Nancy Pelosi for the hate. I blame Joe Biden for the hate because he certainly could certainly lift these people up and not give them a platform. Here is Harry Truman now, another Democrat, in his speech in clip 28. The American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Can you imagine if Harry Truman were alive today, what the squad would be saying about this great white leader? Can you imagine if JFK were speaking today, what this squad of anti-white racists would be saying about him today? Can you understand how far your party has fallen into the trap of hatred? They've destroyed every city that they manage. Every city managed by a left winger has become a garbage can. Every last one of them. 
and you want them to run your country? Here is President Trump in clip eight saying it exactly right. Let's hear 08. Do you want the failed policies of Mayor Bill de Blasio or Mayor Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, or Mayor Jacob Fry brought to every city and town in this nation? If left-wing Democrats can't run a city, why on earth would you let them run your country? We have such incredibly run cities, such incredibly run cities. The problems we have are the radical left. He's a thousand percent right. I don't see one leader amongst the Democrats, not one of them. Every one that they paraded was a different variety of either stupid or hateful. Did you hear one speech from any Democrat that lifted you up, lifted your spirit? Now, be honest with me. Even if you're going to vote for Biden, let's say you're that foolish and you don't know what is behind him and what that party now stands for. Have you heard one speech from anyone in that party that was not negative? I haven't. All I heard was racism and homophobia and Islamophobia, the same garbage that's been spilling out of the universities for the last 20 years. And who is the king rat of all of them? To me, who is the man who's poisoned the entire mind of the Democrat Party? It all goes to one man, a curse upon humanity, a curse upon the human race. And that would be the man you're about to hear in clip number 23. You'll know who it is the minute you hear his voice. Listen to Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. <laughs> his actions fanned this pandemic resulting in over 170,000 deaths and a nation still unprepared to protect its people. All right. This bubbling, psychotic, anti-American gutter rat, Bernie Sanders, is who poisoned the entire Democrat Party. Savage. So what would you like me to talk about? The racist Democrat Party that is... Not fit to tie JFK's shoes, not fit to, uh, well, let's leave it at that. I don't have to expand on it. You get the picture. Not one of them inspired a higher level of thought in the human race. Something's not right with the Democrat Party. They pick a feeble old man and a vicious VP candidate who is hated by everyone. She has no backing whatsoever. She polled at only 2% when they floated her up from... uh, the gutters of San Francisco during the convention. Why would they pick her? Or do you want me to talk about what Kim Jong-un is doing to dogs in North Korea, eating them, killing them, and having them eaten? By the way, the communists, all of those amongst us who are dog lovers who are also socialists slash communists, mock my words. They will call for the banning of pets sometime within the next few years. North Korea is doing what China did which is they say it's a bourgeois thing to have dogs as pets. And so North Koreans are now facing the ordering of dogs confiscated in the capital. They're not only putting them in zoos, but the household pets are being rounded up in North Korea. Authorities identifying households with pet dogs, forcing them to give them up, confiscating them and putting them down. The regime in North Korea says keeping dogs as pets is part of a bourgeois pet ideology. That is exactly what Mao Zedong said when dogs were killed. Dog meat is popular in North Korea. While dog meat is currently not popular amongst Republicans, there is no doubt in my mind that even vegan socialists will soon be eating dog meat in order to fight the bourgeois menace in the United States of America. This is the Savage Twain Hour. Be here or be nowhere. Let's have some music, Robert. Let's get ready for the next big hour when we have Laura Loomer on the show. They're calling her a right-wing pundit. Right-wing pundit wins the race out there in West Palm, in Palm Beach. Have you ever heard the phrase left-winger attached to anyone, socialist or communist? Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. 
Read the book. See the movie. Warning. The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I was a stranger, and you had the nerve to build a wall, while at the same time you have in the harbor there in New York a Statue of Liberty saying, give me your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Jesus will say, America, if you don't get your act together, you you may well go to hell. Why? Because in as much as you do it to the least of these, my sisters and brothers, you are also doing it unto me all right all right that's all that's a pastor at the democrat national communist convention saying america may as well go to hell if we don't have open borders that is why i played speeches of democrats of the past which was worth the price of admission to this show i played jfk fdr Harry Truman, even Jimmy Carter, they were on, on another scale compared to the communists, Islamists, perverts, degenerates uh, that are now running the Democrat Party. Where did they get these people from? How did they, how, is there not a Democrat listening to this show who agrees with me? Is there not one of you willing to stand up on a national talk show, a show you listen to regularly because you know that You agree with some of what I say, and you know that the country is not 100% falling apart because of Trump. Is there not one of you with the guts to call the show and say, Savage, you're right. My party is no longer the party that I could vote for. I may not vote for Trump, but I'm not going to vote for these racist haters because they will destroy my country and my family. No, you have no guts. So now we have D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who again does not lift up America, but takes us down into the filth and trash of the gutter in clip 24. I have a two-year-old daughter, and I want her to grow up in an America where she's not scared to walk to the store, an America where she's safe behind the doors of her own home, an America where the president doesn't fan the flames of racism and looks out Let's listen to this fool. Here is the mayor of the District of Columbia. She's a two-year-old daughter wanting to grow up in America where she's not scared to walk to the store. So what is Trump waiting for the daughter outside in the sheet? to put her daughter in a cage it's because the city is a crime-ridden hellhole because of your policies mayor muriel bowser the reason she may not be safe behind doors mayor muriel bowser is because you have thugs running amok in washington dc how can you blame president trump for what is systemic in your city for a very long period of time this has nothing to do with donald trump It has nothing to do with racism. It has to do with the insanity of liberalism, the mental disorder. So those of you listening to the show, if you haven't turned it off already, saying, I've heard all this crap before. I don't want to hear it anymore. I think people are burned out, by the way, from the Marriott commercial known as the DNC uh, video that they put together. You know the videographer who he is? The one who did all the videos of McCain and uh, showing how Mrs. McCain loves, uh, uh, Cindy McCain loves Biden. You know who did it? Award-winning director Davis Guggenheim, who put together the fake video on climate change called An Inconvenient Truth for Al Gore. So the the same guy who lied about climate change for Al Gore is now creating a fantasy of the Democrats for you, the idiots, to believe in. It's unbelievable to me what we have fallen to as a nation. A lot of fingers to point around. You know, we live in a crazy country right now. And there's a lot of blame to go around. But you can't blame everything that's wrong on Donald Trump. That's all I can say. And don't believe for a second that this poor, feeble old man is going to save the world. Here is Biden, who called his own wife Blyden last night. He got so fatumult, which is old German for uh, mixed up. Mr. Biden, in his speech last night, got so mixed up that he called her Mrs. Blyden. Now, we don't have the soundbite of him saying Mrs. Blyden, 
But here he is, the man you want to run the free world and clip on. Let's hear it. Thank you very, very much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you all. It means the world to me and my family. And I'll see you on Thursday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now that's inspiring. That's amazing. That's I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Has he gotten a Nobel Prize yet for giving that speech? That's very inspiring. That's definitely on a level of do not ask what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That's amazing. What a leader he's going to be. What a leader he's going to be. You think Trump was bad. Wait until you see what's going to happen with Kamala Harris and the San Francisco mob running this, this country. Oh, yeah. Wait till you see what comes. The DNC Muslim Delegates Assembly moderator skips under God while reciting the pledge because she couldn't say one nation under Allah. Could you believe this? Well, you know how bad it is, right? So you don't want to hear anymore. You want me to do something funny? How about a, a occasional cortex? You want to hear her? They gave her 30 seconds, 60 seconds. He is the worst one in history in, in clip 13. Let's listen in for two seconds. I can't take her. Good evening. Bienvenidos. And thank you to everyone here today. What's endeavoring towards a better, more just future for our country and our world. In fidelity and gratitude Th- that's to right a mass people's Russia. movement working to establish 21st century social, economic, and human rights. Are you listening Including to this? guaranteed health care, higher education, living wages, Are you and listening labor to rights this? for all people now in the United Now listen to the rest States. of this bullshit. A movement striving to recognize and repair the wounds of racial injustice, colonization, misogyny and homophobia okay let's stop right here really i'm going to throw up my lunch this is your democrat party this is the party of john f kennedy it's reverted it's fallen down to the level of a bartender from the gutters of queens now you would think she was an oppressed latina wouldn't you she grew up in a wealthy middle class home in westchester her father was an architect but like all good communists she makes believe she's down with the people I don't understand how Latinos can be taken in like this by these fake Latinos. What the hell does her race have to do with this? Tell me what. Why does it matter that she has a name Occasional Cortex or Acacio Cortex? Cortez. By the way, Cortez was a terrible conquistador. She ought to be ashamed of her last name, the hyphenated last name. She ought to change her last name because Cortez, if you look up Cortez, the terrible things he did to Native Americans can be found in any history book if i were her she would definitely give up her racist connotation the racist connotation and the colonization connotations of her last name by the way what does she have to throw in bienvenidos for what what does she think it's a bilingual nation it isn't okay now they want prisons opened up now they want the middle class taxed out of the country now they want all postal workers to i don't know what what's this with the post office since when did a postal worker become a new, a new Medal of Honor winner? The Schmendrick's driving a postal truck now. They should all get a Medal of Honor, according to the Democrat Party, because they're going to deliver fake ballots across America. It's unbelievable to me. Um, unsustainable brutality of an economy that rewards on it. Oh, go to hell. Okay. You know, this is depressing, doing this show today. I'm actually depressed listening to this. If you want to take the show over right now, give me a call at 855-407-282. The bottom of the hour, you have the new victor in Florida's 21st district. I hope she goes all the way. Laura Loomer, 27. She just won in the 21st district. She's a Jewish conservative investigative journalist banned by Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong... What's his name? The guy who runs Facebook? I'm supposed to know his name. Oh, Kim Jong Dershowitz? Zuckerberg, sorry. I confuse Zuckerberg with, uh, with Dershowitz, the Lolita Express guy. He says, while I was down there, I was in there, I was on the island, I saw the island, I was on the island, I was there with my wife, no one touched me, I didn't see anything, I had no idea. Although there were girls there, I thought they were maids, I didn't look at them, I didn't touch them, I didn't get a massage. Anyone who says another word about me, I'm suing them, I'm taking them to federal, state, local, district courts. I'm Alan Dershowitz and I approve of this message. How could he be down there and not know what was going on? Bill Clinton also got a neck massage. That's all he got? A guy who molested a girl in the, in the Oval Office only got a neck massage? Do you actually believe that, how he gets away with this? Did he speak last night? Jim, do we have Clinton? Did he give a speech too? I think they got him out. 
We have him. Let's hear a little uh, Bill Clinton. I had didn't. I didn't listen to it. I, I didn't listen to any of it. To be honest, I watched the first night. The commercial, the infomercial, was so boring. It was it was so disgusting and predictable. I turned it off. I went to a restaurant last night. I'm eating a lot more. I shouldn't, but you want me to complain about the restaurant now? All my favorite restaurants are now out of business, so I'm forced to go to places I normally would. I wouldn't have gone to at all. The only thing good at last night's restaurant was the vodka straight up. I didn't even let him mix it with anything. I always get the same drink, and I, I just, I have one now. I can't have more than one. I won one and a half. I get a, um, a vodka up. Up is, a, is a, you don't get any vermouth in it. The rotten, stinking, cheap, sweet wine used to sweeten martinis. I get straight vodka. They shake it in a thing with the ice, and they pour it into the thing, the glass. Then I get some, uh, like, Pellegrino to go with it, and I cut it, and I drink it for a while. That was good. The baked potato, no butter was good. Let's see what else was good. Nothing. Zero. I ordered a piece of fish. I said, I'll have the halibut, no butter, no dairy, no cream. See, this is how you test food in a restaurant. You people don't understand it. Although I'm on a low-fat diet anyway, I've discovered something. If you tell restaurants not to coat everything with garbage... Like butter. They use butter to cover bad food. Don't you know that by now? So they bring the fish out, $34, $34.95, with a couple of terrible julienne, like carrots that you wouldn't give to a parakeet. And the fish was dried out. So I said, excuse me, is this frozen fish? No, it's fresh. I said, how could it be fresh if it's so dried out? It's unbelievable to me what they do in these restaurants, what they get away with now under the guise of covid now, combine that with the old ladies wearing perfume that could kill an elephant next to you. Even, even if you're sitting outdoors, do you get these women wearing this thing like Joy or Canoe? What do they wear now? These, the women that looks like they came out, it looked like they came out of like a, uh, not a nursing home. You know, the old, you know, they're still around those old white-haired ladies in the fish restaurants. This was like an upscale fish restaurant in Sausalito, a place I normally would never go to, but because of COVID, they have an outdoor seating area. So I said the vodka was good. The potato was good. The tablecloth was good. The napkin was good. The cutlery was clean, but the food stunk. But I have no choices anymore. The two Italian restaurants I ate in are out of business in San Francisco. The one Chinese I loved is going out of business at the end of the month after 44 years. Tong Kiang. Best, best Chinese in the world. I never told you about it. Although I haven't been there in, in a long time because my car got broken into on uh, Geary. Oh, yeah. The gangs come by on the bicycles. The teens. Teens. Teens ride by on a bicycle. Busted the window open on our car, stole everything in it while I was enjoying my Chinese meal there on 23rd and, and gear. So, you know, why he's going out of business? It's not just COVID because the teens are breaking in and robbing cars outside his own restaurant, driving people away. The teens. I mean, all the mayor, mayor talks about racism and homophobia. How could you people vote these people in? Are there any people listening to the show or leaving San Francisco? Where are you moving to? You can't sell your apartment. You can't sell your condo. You can't sell your house. You know how many places are for sale in this city? Unbelievable. The city's burning, falling apart. It's like a scorched earth in San Francisco right now. Why? Don't believe it's only due to COVID. Of course, that has something to do with it. It's because of the bums and the filth, the taxation and the insanity. That is why people are leaving Nancy Pelosi's San Fran Frico Savage. Leaning over this hot microphone all day long in the middle of a heat wave. I got ashes all over my car. I got a neck ache. I got to rub some of that CBD oil advertising. It really works, that stuff, on, the, on like the nape of my neck. I'm going to a funeral on Friday. I'm, I have to go. I loved him. He's a wonderful man. Roger Minhando, Basque man. Known him for 45 years. He used to own a little restaurant in Sausalito. I first used to go there. I had, when I started doing the Paul Revere Society events at the Marin Civic Center. Many of you listening to the show used to go to those. Uh, we would then take the speakers out to his Basque restaurant, Le Chalet Basque. Then years later, he had the opportunity to buy a place up on San Pedro Road in San Rafael. And Roger actually asked me if he should buy it. It cost, uh, it was over a million dollars at the time with a number of small buildings and a restaurant. And I said, Roger, you have to inspire your children. You should buy it. Take a chance. 
And now it's all these years later, and his wonderful son Patrick runs it. And I've been, I've had family events there. It's a family place for me. And uh, he passed away after fighting a dreaded disease for eight years. These guys, you know, it was like my friend Lorenzo Petroni of the North Beach Restaurant, another old world man, broad as a tree, like oak trees, and cancer. Without going into details, most, most many of the, they fought this disease seven, eight years. These guys, I don't know how they do it. You know, I'm not made of the same like the. But this guy was so wonderful. I didn't know him like you know day in day and out. I knew him from the restaurant, knew his family, get to know people. So he's being uh, he's having a memorial service this this Friday, and we're putting a picture up that his son Patrick just found, sent it to me an hour ago by MichaelSavage.com of me in my better days <laughs> with Roger in his better days at the uh, Chalet Basque. It should be up on Ma- michaelsavage.com a little later. Remember the book Teddy and Me? A lot of the pictures of me and Teddy in a bar were shot in that restaurant. Not, I'm not kidding. It's the way of all flesh, that's all. You know, it's called a short dance in the sun. Remember I told you that I met a poet many years ago in San Francisco, a real poet, not the fake leftist crybabies of today. Irish poet, working man, he wrote a little book called A Short Dance in the Sun. And you know what stuck with me? Because that's all we get. We're like fireflies. And all we get is a short dance in the sun. And this Friday, that little spark will be memorialized at the funeral. And that's what you have to do. So I made a statement. I said... um, well, I don't want to read it. You could, you'll read it on michaelsavage.com. When we come back, Laura Loomer, Republican candidate for Florida 21st District, Jewish conservative, banned by Kim Jong, what's his name, Dershowitz? Kim, Kim Jong Zuckerberg. She'll be on the Savage Nation where she is not banned. Savage. Well, every once in a while, we on the right side of things have a victory. We had one yesterday in Florida's 21st district, which is in Palm Beach, where um, the president resides. When Laura Loomer, who is only 27 years old, she's a Jewish conservative investigative journalist who won, which is she won a real long shot race. Nobody thought she could win. Always a loyal supporter of President Trump. She's been fighting for free speech. She's been banned by all of the um, pirates of Silicon Valley. She's not on any of their sites because she's just too straight up there. Loomer's investigations have uncovered fraud and corruption within the Hillary Clinton campaign. She's pointed out Islamic extremism on college campuses for which she has been thrown off social media. She has a lot of stuff, good stuff. And she joins us right now on the Savage Nation. Laura, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an absolute honor. I'm a huge fan. Wow. No, that, that's amazing. You're 27 years old. It says you're a Jewish conservative who was originally from Tucson. Were your parents Barry Goldwater supporters? <laughs> you know, I didn't grow up in a very uh, political household. My family is conservative, but uh, I went to boarding school at the age of 12, and then I went on to college, and... Uh, uh, I went to school in Miami, Florida, uh, where I was the president of College Republicans at Barry University, um, where I ultimately ended up getting kicked out of my senior year for doing an investigation with Project Veritas, exposing uh, their uh, uh, support for, for ISIS. Uh, oh, good. No, wait, wait. Project Veritas, people should know how good that organization is. That's the, the James O'Keefe, That's James O'Keefe's outfit, isn't it? Yes, and uh, I started, I was recruited to work for James O'Keefe when I was a senior in college, and um, then I went on to work for him for three years, and I was undercover in the Hillary Clinton campaign, uh, as you mentioned, exposing uh, fraud and corruption, and, uh, you know, a lot of our videos uh, had a huge impact on the presidential race in 2016, and then I I decided to start my own media company, and I, you know, I gained an immense following online on social media, millions of followers. And I was uh, known for uh, loomering or uh, confronting and exposing high-profile Democrats, uh, jihadists, and anti-Semites. And uh, ultimately, I just became too effective and too powerful at combating these people 
And uh, you and I have something in common. Uh, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, CARE, which is Hamas, a terrorist organization, they actually privately lobbied uh, the big tech social media companies to ban me. And so they banned me because I was... Wait, wait, is that why Kim Jong-un Zuckerberg banned you? Well, that's why I was banned on Twitter. And then after that, that's why everybody else, yes, I was banned on every single social media. Uh, Kim Jong Dorsey banned you too? <laughs> yes, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the ultimate self-hating Jew. Yes. <laughs> How is that possible that you are banned and Alexandria Occasional Cortex is not banned? How is that even possible? Well, look, we, we, we live in a backward uh, society, and you, of all people, were one of the first to call it. Uh, you know, you've, you've, uh, you've really been a visionary calling out a lot of this stuff for, for decades now, long before anybody else did. Oh, I like it. You ought to write my biography. You're too busy. You're, Laura, let me ask you something. What issue, how did you distinguish yourself amongst other Republican candidates in the 21st district race that you just won? Uh, well, I am a freedom fighter, and, uh, you know, I believe in, 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 in freedom of speech and uh, speaking the raw truth, the unfiltered truth. It doesn't matter who it offends. Uh, this is America, and you have the right to say what you want and how you want to say it. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, given that uh, uh, I am, uh, you know, a very outspoken critic of big tech, and I've garnered a national following, really an international following of millions of people, uh, due to the high-profile nature surrounding uh, my case and my battle against uh, this big tech tyranny and this egregious censorship that's been carried out against me simply because I'm a, I'm a Zionist uh, woman. Oh, that's a dirty word amongst the Islamists, isn't it? Yeah, well, they don't... So, so am I to believe it's the Muslims who got you off, off social media, that they, they were the ones who lobbied to get you off? The, uh, the, fellow, travel, the fellow travelers of ISIS... Yes, uh, it was uh, the Islamic jihadists at CARE who, like I said, uh, carried out a full-blown lobby effort to shut me down. And I Why doesn't Donald Trump do something about CARE? He's been president now for almost four years. Have you? He's a big fan of yours. Have you raised the issue with anyone in the White House? Well, I have uh, raised the issue with people in the White House, and they are aware of my, uh, my litigation against CARE, which is up on appeal right now. But look, you know, I, I realized that if I wanted to see change, I couldn't rely on other people. And while I'm a diehard supporter of President Trump and an America First patriot, I realized that if I wanted to see change, if I wanted to, you know, address the Islamification in our country, and if I wanted to protect free speech, I would have to become the change I wanted to see. And so CARE's largest branch is actually located here in Florida, where I'm running for Congress. And one of the things that I'm going to propose when I'm in Congress is designating the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist organization. Well, well, let me ask you, your district is, is where? Palm Beach? Where does it run, that district? So it's, it's in Palm Beach County, and it runs from West Boca up to Del Rey, uh, Boynton, Lantana, Manalapan, Lake Worth, uh, Palm Beach Island, West Palm Beach, and Wellington. So I believe someone told Does, does it cover Del Rey? Yes, Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, wasn't the war hero... That, wasn't that his district years ago? What's his name? Alan West? West, yes. District, this was Alan West district years ago before it was gerrymandered. Oh, that's where it is. I had Alan West to my house in Florida when I was still going there. This is an amazing district. So you have President Trump in your backyard. He's supporting you. You have other conservatives there. Uh, Newsmax is in there. Are they on your side, Chris Ruddy? Well, I haven't met with Chris Freddy. I'd like to believe that he is, but Rush Limbaugh is here. He, he's another one of my constituents, and Bo Snerdly, of course, has endorsed me. And Good, I but has Rush Limbaugh endorsed you? Uh, he hasn't endorsed me. I would love a Rush Limbaugh endorsement. I'd well, let's hope he does. Let's hope he, uh, yeah. he understands what's at stake for, for us. Who will you be facing on the Democrat side come the uh, general election? Uh, so I'm running against a woman named Lois Frankel, or as, as I like to call her, and as President Trump has called her, a Pelosi puppet. Uh, she's earned- Lois Frankel, that old hack? Yes, Lois Frankel. Mm-hmm. How old is she? Uh, 70-something. I think about 70. So she's like an old uh, Boca Raton type, right? She's like a, uh, a B'nai B'rith type. Yeah, and, uh, you know, she's just a failed career politician, Um and it's the first time in United States history where a Republican Jewish woman, that's myself, is going to be facing off against the Democrat Jewish woman. for Right. But all of the Jews in that area, only almost 99 percent, except those, let's say, at, 
at Mar-a-Lago are all hard left Democrats, aren't they? A lot of them are, but uh, I'm determined to wake them up. And uh, as I like to say, we're putting the Jews on trial. And the Jews are... (laughs) Oh, Laura, you have a way with words. You should consider a career in politics. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing I'm running for Congress, Mr. Savage. (laughs) You know, I hope you win, and I, I can't wait for the day that you do win and you face off against that despicable racist occasional cortex. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to sitting right next to Ilhan Omar. I hope I'm getting... Have you ever debated any of those vile women? Have you had an opportunity to, to ever rip them apart? Actually, I have, and I'm known for for something called loomering. You may have seen it. It's called getting loomers. And I that's why I'm... It's because I exposed all of them prior to them even winning their races. And there is a video of me confronting Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib physically attacked me because I'm Jewish. It's on video. I sued her for it. Suitor for assault. I exposed Ilhan Omar for marrying her brother, for hating Jews, for for attacking Israel, and I was called a conspiracy theorist for it. I was called. You're like a Jewish underground fighter from World War II. You would have been one of those who who, who attacked the Nazis without going, jumping into the oven. Well, where do you get Where do you get this fighting spirit from? Well, you know, I uh, was your father, was your mother, were they radical in any way? No, they, they weren't at all. I think I'm kind of a black sheep in the family. But, but <laughs> Oh, well, you wound up in the right... You're in the black sheep corral here on the Savage Nation. Yes. Every single American needs to be fired up about what's happening. And every single American needs to have this same type of fire in their belly and, 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 and gain this, this... But where'd you get it from? Come on, Laura. Tell us how you became so animated on on politics because you're 27 years old i'm not saying all 27 year olds don't care but how did you become so activated well my parents were very straightforward with me when i was a kid and i remember when i was uh, eight years old is when 9 11 happened and i grew up watching the war on terror and watching my first real traumatic experience and understanding you know a threat to our nation and my first main political impression is uh that i can remember is watching islamic terrorists uh you know, attack our country and kill 3,000 innocent Americans. And it just left such an impression on me. And I remember when I was a kid, other kids would be playing with the Pokemon cards and I'd be playing with those Iraqi most wanted cards, but the government issues. You know, I, I just developed a, uh, a, a very... Um, so you, you, it's almost innate in you. You could say it's innate. It's not even through your upbringing. And, and I developed an, an interest in Islam when I was a child. And it, I carried that into, you know, my high school education and then into college. And uh, ultimately, my outspoken nature about uh, Islam and Islamification and Islamic terrorism is what, you know, got me kicked out of college uh, my senior year, even though I was valedictorian. You know, they kicked me out a month. Wait, wait, wait. Which college kicked you out? Uh, I went to a school called Barry University in Miami, Florida. They threw you out for being uh, um, vocal about Islamic terrorism? Yeah, so what happened is uh, they had this interfaith uh, ceremony on 9-11 at my uh, university, and they allowed for an imam to chant Allahu Akbar. And I spoke out about it, and uh, the story ended up going viral, and they threatened to kick me out of college for exposing it. So then Mm. uh, about uh, several months later, I got invited to this uh, conference in Palm Beach where I met James O'Keefe. And long story short, I decided, well, if the university is going to threaten to shut me down for being a college Republican and they're going to silence my speech, I bet you they'd let me have an ISIS club. So I put on a hidden camera and I wanted to prove how, how colleges have been, you know, so brainwashed and they are so radicalized that they would rather you have an ISIS terrorist club on campus than a college Republican club. So oh, I- my God. That's what you proved with the under- undercover video, huh? Yes, and they said... Hey, how old were you when you first heard the Savage Nation? Do you remember? Probably, honestly, you know, I, I don't know, probably in, in high school or so. I've been... Probably yesterday. Probably the first show you ever heard was yesterday. Jim sent you a tape, probably. But, but, more, but what I'm more familiar with is, is your writing, more so, because, uh, you know, you really have been at the forefront, like I said. I mean, people now are witnessing this extreme attack on on, uh, you know, on white people in our country. And you were one of the first to talk about it in your book, uh, uh, Death of the White Male. Uh, you know, oh, you read that pamphlet. You, pa- you read that pamphlet. People like to talk about left-wing insanity, and you were the first to say liberalism is a mental disorder. <laughs> oh, okay, so you, did, you, you saw my books. The books reached you before the show. That's interesting. Laura, look, I really wish you the best. I hope that you come back on the show as we get closer to the general 
And I'm going to send you a copy of my new book out September 15th called Our Fight for America, The War Continues, because I think this is it. You know, we've all said this election is the most important. How much more important can this can an election be than that between the mayhem of the racists on the left and Donald Trump, as flawed as he is, who is the only thing standing between us and total and absolute destruction of our borders, language and culture? Yeah. Look, it's an election of our lifetime, and, and if the Democrats end up succeeding and and either gaining the Senate or taking the White House, we're doomed. This country's over. And I said it last night in my victory speech, the great experiment as we know it is going to be over. And it's up to us to vote like our lives depend on it, because they really do. Our lives really do depend on this, and we need to do everything in our power to make sure that Republicans take back the House. And that's why I'm dedicating myself and dedicating my life and my career to fighting for America, fighting for the people and working. How do do listeners, how do listeners, Laura Loomer, how do listeners send money to your campaign? What's your site? You can go to lauralumerforcongress.com. That's Loomer, L-O-O-M-E-R, lauralumerforcongress.com. And that's where you can make a donation. Every single dollar counts. I mean, I haven't received any support from the NRCC. Uh, they won't put me on their young gun list or help me out with fundraising because I'm too controversial. They don't like what I've said about Islam, apparently, even though it's all factual. I'm sure you can relate. Uh, so it's up to everyone listening to make small-dollar donations. The max donation is uh, $5,600. But uh, we need millions of American patriots to rise up and send me to Washington, D.C., so I can take on this, dis- dis- this disgusting squad and, uh, you know, fight back against the uh, communist forces that have infiltrated. You got it. The word is communist. Let's not call them liberals. Laura Loomer for Congress dot com. I want everyone listening to this show, the Savage Nation, who heard this interview, who agrees with this show, who understands what's at stake. Why don't you send Laura Loomer for Congress dot com a few dollars? OK, Laura, after the show is over. I want you to give Jim contacts for yourself in Florida. I may have some people who may want to help you directly, okay? Well, thank you so much, and I hope to meet you in person someday. That would be sweet. Thanks, Laura. Good luck. This is the Savage Nation. What a great interview. Back in a minute. Savage. Life goes on. Births, deaths, funerals, weddings. That's what life's all about. Rest in peace, Roger Minhando. Roger was a giant who inspired by his presence. And here we are. I mean, Laura is a young woman, 27 years old, new life, very inspiring. Did you like that interview? I know many of you didn't call on it. Like, what could you say? I don't know why she's not endorsed by the great Rush Limbaugh. I mean, after all, isn't he the most important man in conservative media? We hear it every day. I mean, he should, he should endorse her. You can't sit on the fence in a time like this. I realize she has nothing to offer him, but the thing is, she has a lot to offer us. How about uh, Sean Hannity, the great wall banger? Did, did he endorse her yet? Or it's all of us marginal outcasts. Alex Jones, Michael Savage, all of us black sheep of the media. We're the only ones who would endorse a firebrand willing to stand up to the communist onslaught. Well, what does that tell you about those who attack the RNC and call them quizlings, wobbly, You know, what's the new word that they've been using for years now? Rhinos. Aren't they themselves the rhinos of the conservative media for not endorsing the real firebrands? I'll let you figure it out. This is the Savage Nation. Thanks for listening. With God's will and your listenership, I shall return. The Westwood One Podcast Network.